career. So Bhagwan taught the path of meditation to Arjuna. <coughs> meditation is paying <coughs> spontaneous attention to our own self. See the speciality of the senses are to perceive. The speciality of our mind is to feel, of the intellect is to think and judge and comprehend. But our self, the, the expression of self, the subtlest expression of self is in the form of awareness. Awareness is not a action, not a thought, not a feeling. It's something which transcends all this. That awareness is present even in deep sleep state. It is present in dream. It is present in waking. So to direct that awareness towards itself, to be self-aware, is what we mean by meditation. But for that, the quietitude of the mind is required. So we have to quieten the mind by making it pure through following the sadhana of karma, yoga, upasana, jnana and all, the mind becomes quiet, then one can meditate on the self. Arjuna had a doubt that mind is very difficult to uh, quieten and it's very restless and to control it is like controlling the breeze, air. So Bhagavan says, yes, no doubt, but there is a technique and that technique is abhyas and vairagya. By constant practice of quietening the mind and by developing vairagya, we can control the mind. And once the mind is controlled, we can easily meditate on our own self. So this one has to follow, pursue with all dedication and sincerity the path of abhyas and vairagya. Now, Arjuna asked another question, which we read yesterday. He suppose there is a person who is very sincere, but who has not put forth all the effort required. Or before he could complete the uh, task, he uh, died. Ayati shraddhayo peta. Ayati means, alpayati means who has not put forth complete effort but who is endowed with Shraddha. And if such a person's mind gets deviated, mind gets distracted, before attaining the supreme goal of Turiya Avastha, of that Samadhi, of self-realization, aprapya yoga samsiddhim, kaam gatim krishna gachati, he krishna, what is his gati, what is his uh, condition then, what does he attain? Because such a person has given up uh, all karma marga and he is sincerely perceiving this dhyana marga, but he has not attained the goal. So what happens to him? Is it that kachinno ubhayabhrashtaha, that is he uh, get distracted from both the path, the karma marga also and yoga marga also? Means he doesn't get the result of karma because he has given up karma. He doesn't get result of dhyana because he has not completed it. So is it that he lost both the counts? 
like a like the cloud sometimes a cloud get separated from the big mass of cloud if a cloud is traveling along with the entire mass then at least it is safeguarded like but suppose a portion of the cloud decide that i will separate out and move separately then that cloud uh, that separated cloud uh, doesn't last long it gets just uh, dissolved in the space so if it was with the with the mass of cloud maybe it would have survived similarly a yogi detaches himself from the world and walks this path sincerely dedicatedly but he doesn't reach the goal so is it that he get lost is it that he gets destroyed apratishtho mahabaho he mahabaho vimudho brahmana pati this brahmana pati means this um seeker of brahma this traveler towards brahma that supreme goal is it that he mahabaho he gets uh, destroyed without attaining that goal without getting established in that goal so etan me samshayam krishna this uh, samshay he krishna other than you i don't see anyone can resolve this because this is not about only this life but he is talking about the next life also and only one who is trikala drashta like bhagwan shri krishna himself who knows about the past who knows present who knows future not only about one individual but about the entire creation as ishvara so other than ishvara who else can talk about it actually lot of debates happen in this world also we keep on talking about rebirth and and so many things and each one have got their own theory so but only bhagwan will be able to clarify all our doubts so arjuna says other than you i don't see anyone who can clear my doubt tvadanya samshayasya asya chetta na yupapadyate i don't see anyone else who can clarify this because once a person dies we lose contact with that person ne we can't communicate we can't contact so we don't know and we don't remember our past life also properly we don't uh, have that uh, direct uh, proof also so one may have doubt about it and to clarify such issues the only thing sensible thing to do is to take support of the scriptures who talk about it or some realized masters like bhagwan sri krishna we ourselves cannot come up with any positive answer so arjuna's question is very valid and it comes in our mind so let us see what bhagwan how he replies we'll chant verse number 40 shri bhagwan vacha parthanai vehanamutra vinashastasya vidyate nahi kalyanakrit kaschit durgatim tat gachhati 
पार्थ नैवेहनामुत्र विनाशस्तस्य विद्यते दुर्गतिम तात गच्छति हां श्री भगवान उवाच भगवान सेज हे पार्थ हे अर्जुन फर्स्ट थिंग यू हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड एंड रिमेंबर इज दैट वन हु फॉलोज दिस पाथ ऑफ गुडनेस कल्याण द परफॉर्मर ऑफ गुड एक्शन आल्सो वन हु फॉलोज द पाथ ऑफ राइचियसनेस दैट इज आल्सो इंडिकेटेड बाय द टर्म कल्याणकृत वन हु डज कल्याण कल्याण मीन्स शुभ ऑस्पिशियस वन हु परफॉर्म्स ऑस्पिशियस एक्शन्स वन हु परफॉर्म्स ऑस्पिशियस एक्शन एंड ऑल्सो वन हु फॉलोज दिस पाथ ऑफ योग सच अ पर्सन यू अंडरस्टैंड हे अर्जुन नेवर वट यू कॉल पेरिशिस न एव इह न अमुत्र विनाशस तस्य विद्यते नाइदर हियर इन दिस वर्ल्ड नॉर इन द अदर वर्ल्ड इज देअर एनी डिस्ट्रक्शन एनी लॉस फॉर सच अ सीकर इन दिस वर्ल्ड ऑल्सो दैट पर्सन किप्स ऑन बेनिफिटिंग इवॉल्विंग स्पिरिच्युअली सी अर स्पिरिच्युअल एवोल्यूशन कॅनॉट बी मेजर्ड बाय एक्सटर्नल फॅक्टर्स we can't measure spiritual evolution by seeing how popular that person is or um, how many uh, disciples or ashram that person is having or what type of siddhis that person is expressing those are not uh, signs of a spiritual evolution spiritual evolution is something very subtle at times even the person who is evolving may not understand in the initial stages may not really understand that i am evolving it is subtle at times we might feel that i am coming down but it is that going down also is to rise up only so it is very subtle so one thing bhagwan says if you are following this path understand that you are progressing suppose i am going to the himalayas up in the hills and i am driving at times uh, i mean steadily the car is going up but at times it might go down also so just because it is going down that doesn't mean i am returning but uh, i might be going towards the valley so that i can climb the other mountain similarly at times on the spiritual path it seems that one is touching the rock bottom hmm. but it might be just to climb another mountain maybe that rock bottom is required maybe some sorrow some pain some dejection some setback is required for the onward journey because um, uh, more than more than happiness sorrow becomes helpful i am not saying that we should become sorrowful purposely but more than happiness sometimes sorrow difficulty helps a person to evolve much faster because because when a person becomes happy by the outer situation conditional happiness i am saying conditional happiness and conditional unhappiness conditional happiness makes us extrovert because we are paying attention to that condition then and we try to fulfill those condition or maintain those conditions but if our happiness is unhappiness is because of external we become introvert we go deep within so at times the sorrow pain 
dejection, distraction may be helpful on our path. So Bhagwan is telling Arjuna that just remember this very clearly that one who follows this path of goodness doesn't get destroyed. Bhagwan talked about this in the ninth chapter also. He says, Name bhatta pranashyati, my devotees do not perish. Those who walk this path, they don't perish. Not that they don't die, they might die also. They might suffer also. They might undergo a lot of difficulties also. But they keep on evolving through it. Sometimes like gold, it has to be heated to make it more pure. So, he partha na eva iha na amutra vinashastasya vidyate nahi kalyanakrat kashchita durgatim tathagachati. They don't go on a durgati. Durgati means they, there is no fall for them. They don't perish in any way. They keep on evolving only. Therefore, a person who follows the sincerely the path of spirituality, there is a, more chance of that person, if he doesn't attain the final goal, more chance of that person again getting human birth only. But if one doesn't follow, there are lot of other options are there. We have to just tick the mark when we reach the buffalo, giraffe, yebo. Tick any of the following, Bhagavan says, and there is no human being mentioned there. So that is quite possible. So this is one thing Bhagavan says, you remember he, Arjuna. Now, exactly what happens to the yogi who is uh, perceiving this path? What happens after his death? That Bhagavan now explains in the following verses. He says, Prapya punyakratan lokan Ushitva shashvati samaha Shuchi nam shrimatam gehe Yoga brashto bhijayate Prapya punyakratan lokan Ushitva shashvati samaha Shuchi nam shrimatam gehe Yoga uh, such a person is called Yoga Bhrashta who is following that path but doesn't attain that goal and get distracted or dies. is called uh, Yoga Bhrashta. And Bhagavan says when he dies, then uh, he attains that Loka Prapya Punyakratan Lokan. He attains that world, heavenly world or other world, which is attained by those who acquire great punya. See, in the scriptures they said that you perform these uh, uh, actions and all, you will acquire a lot of punya, lot of merits. <clears throat> but for a yogi, it is not mentioned that if you do this sadhana, you will acquire punya. There is no language of punya and papa. So, but here Bhagavan says, when he dies... He attains that world which is attained by those who acquire punya. 
to acquire punya they have to do lots of uh, different types of rituals different type of uh, yajna yaga and all to reach that loka but this yogi after his death he reaches that loka and there he remains in that loka for a long time ushitva shashvati samaha for many many years of for a long time the person um, uh, stays in that loka enjoying the pleasures of that world yeah. and then shuchi naam shri matam gehe and after many years again he is born as a human being and he is born this time in a wealthy family shri matam gehe in a wealthy family but what type of family shuchi naam who are pure also not impure and wealthy purely wealthy means those who have acquired wealth in the rightful means and who are good people good and wealthy sometimes it is difficult to find good and wealthy in such a family is born yoga bhrashto bhi jayate now this is very interesting actually later on bhagwan says one more there are two possibilities one possibility is this and another possibility he will tell in the next verse that a person is born in a yogi's family yogi naam eva kule bhavati dhimatam a wise yogi's family now what is the psychology behind it so first we will try to understand the psychology then we will be able to comprehend the verses properly so it was said that for a yogi for a dhyana yogi the first step is to quieten the mind and then once the mind is quieten one has to meditate on the self and once we get established in the self we are free such a person is not born again he has become free moksha he attains but if one doesn't attain the goal now why does he not attain the goal the only reason is the mind is not quietened the mind is not under control because if therefore is not able to meditate and get established in that state of turiya because the mind is not quietened mind is not quietened because of possible two reason one is lack of abhyas or lack of vairagya lack of abhyas practice or lack of vairagya lack of proper dispassion as i said to develop proper vairagya wisdom is required to become free of attachment wisdom is required hmm, not uh, your brute strength to become free of attachment person should become wise and to practice we have to use our will power because to practice we are going against our habit and vairagya we are going against our conviction so we have to gain that proper knowledge to become free from all attachment vivek through vivek only vairagya comes and what vivek atmanatma vivek when we understand what is atma and what is anatma when we understand that atma is that satchidananda swarup and all that we see here taste touch this world is anatma is an illusion 
it appears but it is really not there for all practical purpose it is it is appearing one can interact with the world but it is not there you can't catch it you can't catch the world even in the field of science they say you can't catch an atom you can't catch a particle you can't say whether it is at one point or what is the speed and what is the location momentum and location of a particle you can't catch it you can just probability you can say that somewhere it is here somewhere so the world is an illusion an appearance only atma is real the one who is seeing the world is real the one who is experiencing the world is real i the substratum and the witness of the world is real and whatever i see is just an appearance like a dream when i experience a dream i myself experience a dream i am running i am chasing i am moving around i am driving i am jumping i am doing all sorts of thing in my dream meeting interacting with lot of people but when i wake up only i am awake all those people who were there in my dream they are not there they were just appearing in they all disappear into my own mind they are not there only one who was real was i similarly the only thing which is real is that atma one who understands this very deeply that atma is real and all other than that is all an illusion and appearance develops vairagya vairagya is attained when we come the come to know the illusoriness of this world that is the permanent proper vairagya not smashan vairagya or temporary vairagya so this happens only when a person gains right wisdom to gain the right wisdom and to gain the right type of vairagya might be rare therefore generally people don't have vairagya but they might be practicing one may practice have some little knowledge have some little vairagya and keep on practicing many time people they just talk about practice sir. you just tell me when to get up and where to sit and how to breathe and how to do this and keep on practicing and very sincerely for a long time so those people who have practiced but whose vairagya is lacking such person bhagwan says go to swarga lok or other lok why so that they can exhaust their desires out of goodness out of kindness bhagwan says i am sending them there as though to exhaust it's like a person says that oh i just i can't i want to i want to before i meditate i want a cup of coffee uh, otherwise i won't be able to meditate and he is very agitated and all so if you just give him that cup of coffee then he ah chalo abhi ho gaya now i can meditate similarly bhagwan says this fellow has got this all these desires in his mind let him go to swarga lok and there let him enjoy whatever he has got in his mind and then again he is born such a person is born i am just referring him as he can be she also huh? nothing to do with the gender but my habit is now to use the word he so he is born again as a human being and this time that person is born in a rich family 
so that he has got all the facility to experience whatever remaining uh, desires are also there. Facility is there. Because there are certain desires which can be experienced only as a human being. So Bhagwan makes sure that he is born in a good family, affluent family, where all his desires can be fulfilled easily. And uh, But a family which is good, because Bhagwan doesn't want this yogi to get spoiled. He takes care of his, all the seekers as the parents take care of the children. So he says that he is born in a Shuchi Naam Shri Matam Gehi. Not, uh, not Gadbar Shri Matam. Not those who have some all jali money in Swiss bank and all those things. And do all sorts of Gadbar and all. Not like that. Because this yogi will get, become bogi only then. Or rogi. Hmm. So Shuchi Naam, pure and rich. Yoga Bhrashto Bhijayate. That is one possibility. So what about those who are following this path? They have enough vairagya, means they have enough wisdom in them. But whatever be the reason, they could not practice uh, for a long time to quieten the mind. See, both the things are required, as I said, abhyas and vairagya. So vairagya they had, but abhyas was not complete. So such people, what happens to them when they die? Bhagwan explains in the next verse. Athava yoginam eva Kule bhavati dhimatam Etad hidulhabataram Loke janmayadidrisham Athava yoginam eva kule bhavati dhimatam etad hidullabhataram loke janmayadidrisham Athava, Athava means or. See, these two possibilities are there. Or, Bhagwan says, yoga bhrashta. He is born in a yogi's family. He doesn't go to Swarga Loka and other Lokas because there are no desires left. He has got enough vairagya, so there is no desire in the mind. If there is no desire in the mind to, to send such a person to Swarga and all is not required. Ne? He doesn't have any desire. Kushne, he doesn't want all those dance, drama, music and all those gulab jamuns of Swargalok or Apsaras and all. He just wants to, because the Vairagya is there. But only the practice was not completed. So Bhagwan says that this person is born immediately in a yogi's family. Hmm, without wasting much time in Swargalok. Otherwise that other person, he stays in Swargalok for a long time and then he is born again. But here he is born immediately. Athava yoginam eva kule bhavati dhimatam. But what yogis? Yogis who are dhimatam, buddhimatam, who are wise yogis. Not buddhu yogis, wise yogis. See, even yogis, 
what you call the parents or yogis in the sense following this path very sincerely and uh, they but they are also householders grihasthis so in their family this yogi is born and we find such uh, in stories also very famous story i remember is of sant naneshwar maharaj great personality hmm his father had uh, actually i mean his was um, married and all in the sense uh, yeah he was married no children were born but he was interested in the spiritual path and all so one day he just uh, uh, he just uh, went to one teacher and uh, took sanyas and the wife was at home she did not know he just went because that intense desire was there but later on when the teacher came to know that he is told him that the sanyas is not meant for you you go back home and continue with your grihastha life so he was sent back by the teacher he he said you go back and continue with the grihastha life and in remaining there you pursue this path so he went back and he was a great seeker and a good person so four children were born uh nivrutti nyanadev sopan and muktabai four children and all four were great yogis we know about sant naneshwar maharaj nivrutti was his teacher he consider his elder brother nivrutti nath his teacher he was a great yogi directly from the lineage of goraknath and all he gave diksha to sant naneshwar maharaj then sopan dev he was also a great yogi and mukta bai she was a great yogi so they were born in a yogi's family bhagwan says this is a most beautiful thing to be born in a yogi's family or a, a rishi's family is one of the most beautiful thing but bhagwan says this type of janma is very rare etad hi durlabataram it is very rare it's not very easy it's very rare to be born in a yogi's family more we see the first type of variety where people uh, they fail in their uh, attaining their goal and might be born in a rich family and they continue with their journey but to be born in a yogi's family is very rare rare because such a yogi family is very rare that is one thing and rare because a person having intense vairagya and then not reaching the goal and again coming back is also very rare so such a person is then we see in the life of many people they are they are born with high level of spiritual growth they are born in a yogi's family but they are they are they are very high in their spiritual growth so bhagwan says such birth is very rare etad hi durlabh taram superlative degree is not uh, it's a most rare rarest so durlabataram loke janma yadidrisham this type of janma is very rare but it's most fascinating so the person yogi is born but after birth what happens you just told me that he is born again but what he has to start from scratch what happens to all the sadhana which he has done what happens to the person who is born in this yogi's family 
What happens to him? Further, Bhagavan says in the next verse, Tatratam buddhi sanyogam Labhate paurvadehikam Yatate chatato bhuyah Samsiddhav kurunandana Tatratam buddhi sanyogam Yatate chatato bhūyaha samsiddhavkurun. Tatra, in this yogi's family, when this person is born, yoga bhrashta is born, as a child, he might not remember the past and all, but as he grows, he comes in contact with the knowledge which he had in his previous life. Buddhi sanyogam labate. See, in the initial stages, it takes time for the body, for the mind, for the intellect to develop. A child is born, is not born with a full-fledged mind and intellect completely developed. Slowly and steadily, the body grows and becomes strong and the mind and intellect get developed. But once he becomes, uh, comes to a particular age, he automatically comes in contact with the knowledge which he had in his previous birth. Just, just knows, just remember, just understands. Sometimes a person wonders also, how I know this? Certain things you put forth, lot of effort you don't understand. Certain things you just read or just listen once and you just understand it. Because one has studied, one has contemplated on the same subject in his previous birth. So, buddhi sanyogam labhate. And he doesn't have to, this person doesn't have to go very far. His own father, his own mother gives him the knowledge. Or he gets connected with a master very easily, right from, because the parents are in this path, so he gets connected uh, to the right type of master very easily. So, tatratam buddhi sanyogam labhate. He just gets connected with his previous knowledge. Uh, the whole knowledge gets downloaded. Hmm. Yes, talk in the computer language. Huh? So, this person just carries his pen drive or whatever <laughs> <laughs> of his previous life. Hmm. So, buddhi sanyogam lavate paurvadehikam. Therefore, we find like uh, great uh, masters, like even Shankaracharya, Yadi Shankaracharya. At the age of eight, he left home and took sannyas, and he was a great master. He has written commentaries on this Bhagavad Gita, Upanishads and other scriptures and all. At a tender age, great master. So, this knowledge did not come, or this uh, this uh, state of his uh, realization did not happen just like that, but it is the continuation from where he left in his past life. Ah. So, tatratam buddhi sanyogam labhate paurvadehikam. See, now childhood also, if we have learned something, let us say one learns to ride a cycle, later on, you might not have practiced for a long time, but when you pick it up, you pick it up very fast. 
immediately. Similarly, the knowledge which we had acquired, the right understanding. See, knowledge is something which doesn't remain on the body only. It goes deep within and it becomes part of our conviction. And we carry our conviction from one lifetime to another lifetime. What we have to acquire is right type of convictions. Not thoughts, not sayings and all. Those will be lost. People keep on writing or this and that. Uh, some sayings and all that might get lost but what are you convinced about that will be carried conviction goes deeper within and when we are born we are born with those convictions so we should try to cultivate good proper convictions in life other things don't matter so tatratam buddhi sanyogam labate parvadehikam and once he gains that knowledge this young child what does he do? Yatatecha tato bhuyaha. He just put forth more effort than he had put forth in the last birth. Abhyas. He just continues with this abhyas. He develops that intense thirst for abhyas. For practice. And he put forth more effort to reach the goal. He kuru nandana. O Arjuna. He puts. And at times. And he attains that goal. Or even if he doesn't attain in that next step, again he continues in this way only till he reaches the goal. So this is the path of those who have good vairagya, but their abhyas is not uh, complete. So they keep on following this path till they reach the goal. So this is about those who are born in a yogi's family. Now what about those who are born in a rich family, who lack uh, vairagya, what about them? Bhagavan says about them in the next verse, he says, Purvabhyasenate naiva Vriyate yavashopisaha Jednya Surapi Yogasya Shabda Brahmati Vartate Purva Bhyasenate Neva Vriyate Yavashopisaha Jednya Surapi Yogasya Shabda Brahmati Vartate So those who are, those who are doing abhyas sincerely in their past life, but then they died and they are born again, then what happens? That abhyas which they have done doesn't get lost. The practice of various uh, quietening the mind and uh, following also the, uh, this yama and niyam, hmm, and various uh, japa, various uh, pranayam, and uh, other sadhanas which we, they had done in their past lives, or puja, or tapas, whatever sadhana one has done in one's past life, that abhyas has created its own impression deep within. Person is born in that uh, rich family, and uh, fulfills whatever desires might be there in his mind, like we have so many cases where great great masters were born in a rich, a uh, 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 kings uh, in a 
in a king family, what you call royal family. So, Purva Bhyasena Tenaiva Riyate Yapuyi Avashopisaha. That Purva Bhyas, the force of that Purva Bhyas again brings that person back into this Abhyas. The what Abhyas he has done automatically start coming and that person gets again into that path of Abhyas. Just as if you keep on practicing, especially those who learn to sing and all, they go to the teacher and they learn and all. Then they keep on practicing. Everywhere you find them singing in the bathroom, while walking, eating, they are all the time singing. Even when they they are not thinking, automatically that song comes out of their mouth. Because that abhyas is so strong that it automatically comes out. As I said, our mind is made up of habit. Abhyas, when you do, it cultivates a habit. And then automatically it comes. Sometimes one, one, if you have by-hearted certain mantras and all in your childhood also, it just comes out. Once it comes out, it comes out. Sometimes you wonder, what is this I am chanting? You are chanting it, but you don't remember what you are chanting. So out of a force of that abhyas, one continues. So if one has taken Bhagwan's name as abhyas, then that name has gone deep within, and in this lifetime, again it will come out, and automatically that name will be chanted. Sometimes we find cases where people have taken birth elsewhere, not in India, somewhere else, where they are not in touch with the mantras or with this, but automatically those mantras start coming in their in their mind. They suddenly start chanting, Om Namah Shiva, Om Namah Shivaya, and they don't know what they are this. Then they come to know that, oh, this is a Lord Shiva. It's, it's, there are people who it is possible. So, this, uh, because that uh, impression remains in our unconscious mind, it remains what we call as a vasna, positive vasna. So, avasho means helplessly, as though forced by the past impression, that person moves in this direction. You cannot stop that person. Many times cases are there where parents are then, uh, which parents? Good parents, and the children develop interest in spirituality. They come, Swamiji, unko samjayi. Pehle kitna achcha tha, night club mein jata tha, aajkal pata nahi. He goes to your classes. Please samjayi unko. So we start worrying, what happened? And that person also sometimes wonders, all my friends are going in different, I am interested in this, I don't know why. And unless they pursue this path, they are not satisfied. The mind craves for it. See, just like a person gets addicted to certain, this body also starts craving. Similarly, abhyas is such, even of your past life, the mind starts craving. And unless we do that abhyas, the mind will not sit at ease. So the person continues with that. And he progresses on this path in this way. Hmm. So, purva abhyasena tenaiva riyate hi avashopisaha. 
and he gets all the facilities and all, being born in a very affluent family, all facilities are there, and he continues with his sadhana. And then as the mind starts becoming pure, he also develops that jidnyasa. As I said, that uh, vairagya is not complete, that understanding is not complete, because the jidnyasa is not there. So he develops that jidnyasa also, thirst for knowledge, jidnyasuhu. And jidnyasuhu api yogasya shabda brahmati vartate. Such a person develops jidnyasa and transcends the... Even the result shown for karma, he doesn't get interested. He is no more interested now in Swargalok or other lokas and all. And he transcends the, that uh, here Shabda Brahma means those uh, result which uh, one seeks for, uh, for karma, for punya. So he transcends that, that desire to attain the result of karma and gets interested in spiritual uh, knowledge. So his mind becomes more pure, and he gets interested in spiritual knowledge. So, jidnyasurapi yogasya shabda brahmati vartate. What does it mean? That whatever sadhana we are doing, we should sincerely, with all faith and all um, trust in God, we should continue on our path, and he takes care of us. See, Bhagwan. it is one of said about Bhagwan is that he is karma phala data. He is not only karma phala data, but he is also the giver of the result of our sadhana also. Whether we follow the path of karma, path of knowledge, path of dhyana, the supreme reality gives us the necessary result. So one should with all faith and all trust pursue this path. And this is a most beautiful thing. It is not our, this is not our one, one lifetime journey. We have been here for many, many lifetimes. So one should keep on moving till one attains the final goal of realization. No effort put, put forth on this path goes waste. Every, every thought you have thought in this direction, Every action you have performed in this direction, every sadhana you have done in this direction, every name of God you have taken, every mantra you have chanted, adds to your progress. It's not wasted. It's not wasted. See, like a tree is growing, you cannot see the growth, but it is growing. It is alive. If that life was not there, the tree will perish within no time. It is alive, it is growing. We might not be able to see the, perceive the growth, but we are growing. So, Bhagwan assures uh, our uh, Arjuna that uh, don't worry, those who walk this path, there is no destruction for that person, he is born again. If he lacks Vairagya, then he goes to other loka, higher loka, and then again comes back, Born in a rich family, pursues his sadhana still further. If not, if he has vairagya, he is born in a yogi's family and pursues. See, being born in a yogi's family doesn't mean that our parents are yogis. Sometimes coming in in contact with great mahatmas also is like being born in their family. 
coming in contact with our master, considering our master as our own parents, is like taking birth in their in that family also. But otherwise, being born in a yogi's family, the parents are also great seekers and great yogis. Further, Bhagavan says, one who has done this abhyas in this way, being born again, what happens to that person? He says, Prayatnat yatamanastu Yogi samshuddha kelvishaha Aneka janma samsiddhaha Tato yati parangatim Prayatnadyatamanastu Yogi Samshuddha Kilvishaha Aneka Janma Samsiddha Tatoyati Parang So this, uh, the, this yogi who is uh, born in a rich family and who continues with his abhyas with many many uh, lifetime of abhyas Prayatnad yatamanastu, with the mind under control, putting forth the right type of effort, this yogi, samshuddha kilbishaha, finally become absolutely purified, means the mind becomes absolutely pure, free from all impurities. And aneka janma samsiddha, and this can take uh, not only one lifetime, but may take many lifetimes. Aneka Janma Samsiddha, performing and walking this path for a, uh, sincerely, for a many, many lifetimes, finally the mind start becoming more and more pure. See, mind can become pure and steady only by, uh, I mean, by Abhyas and Vairagya, but if Abhyas is more, then also it becomes pure. But that requires more time and more effort. With Vairagya it is faster. With Abhyas means with knowledge to purify the mind is quick. But with effort it is possible but it takes long time. So Bhagwan is talking about those who put forth some effort, some Kriya, some Sadhana, some uh, Pranayam, some this, that. Ultimately the mind has to become pure. So once that, and but it might take long time. Aneka janma samsiddha. After many, many lifetime, when the mind has become absolutely pure, then what happens? Tato yati param gatim. Thereafter the yogi reaches the ultimate state of realization, of enlightenment. Hmm. Finally gets established in the self. Comes to experience the Turiya Avastha, the state of Samadhi, the state of Nirvikalpa Samadhi, wherein he comes to know himself, by himself, in himself. All sense of duality gets negated. The knowledge of self is becomes very clear. So even when he is aware of the world, he knows that it is just an appearance, what is real, is his own self. Self alone is appearing like the world. 
so becomes free from all bondage and gains that supreme state of realization so these are the two twofold uh, possibilities which bhagwan talked about because of this twofold path abhyas and vairagya if one pursues them together properly one will be able to progress very fast on this journey but uh, among these two vairagya is very very powerful and if one gains it then immediately i mean the progress is much faster and one attains that supreme goal so this is about the twofold uh, result now bhagwan is directly telling arjuna what he wants him to do because when you tell about so many things then that person in front gets start wondering ki mere liye kya aadesh hai so bhagwan now is telling arjuna directly he says तपस्वीभ्यो अधिको योगी ज्ञानेभ्योपि मतोधिक कर्मेभ्यो योगी तस्मागी भवाजुन तपस्वीभ्योधिको योगी हाँ हे अर्जुन दैट दिस योगी इज ग्रेटर देन एवरी वन यर भगवान इज टॉकिंग अबाउट द ध्यान योगी एज ही एज एक्सप्लेन दिस योगी is greater he is the ultimate after attaining the state of uh, yoga one then immediately attains that com- uh, enlightenment this yogi bhagwan says is greater than tapasvis also he is praising this yogi and comparing with others he says tapasvibhyodiko yogi sit there are those who do some tapas and uh, physical tapas tapas at the level of our speech tapas at the level of mind tapas is uh, foc- uh, f- focusing our our energy of our body mind intellect in one direction but at times if those tapasvis they don't have knowledge or they don't have proper direction then their whole energy and power is focused in wrong channel only sometimes they pursue this path to acquire certain uh, certain siddhis they may do ghor tapas and all but for what to develop to gain some siddhis to gain some powers or to fulfill some of their desires sometimes people they they uh, take a vow also they say that oh bhagwan if you give me this job i will do this type of this tapas for you bhagwan doesn't tell him that is job ke liye ye tapas karna hai is job ke liye wo karna hai nothing but we only express that oh lord if you fulfill my desire i will do this tapas and sometimes they tell such ghor tapas very frightening and very this that uh, and then they have to fulfill because they have promised bhagwan so they keep on doing it hmm 
I will walk all the way there or I will I will do dandavat pranam means I will keep on doing namaskar and going to your temple or I will carry this uh, some water from here to there or I will do some this fasting in this way or I will offer this whatever we promise and then one does it so different type of uh, tapas a person may do but if it is done without proper understanding and if it is see just putting forth effort itself is not important putting forth effort in the right direction is more important for a yogi right effort and right understanding is required to reach the goal uh, uh, wrong effort and wrong understanding will take us somewhere else so tapasvis and all might be there who might be putting for lot of effort but might not be in the right direction so instead of becoming tapasvis like that greater than them is the yogi what i have shown you and described you such a yogi is greater than tapasvis tapasvibhyodiko yogi jnani bhyopi mato dhikaha and according to me such a yogi is greater than jnani also jnani means those who have bookish knowledge one who remains only as a pandit who gains knowledge but then doesn't pursue the path further knowledge is required to understand to gain vairagya but after that one has to meditate and realize the truth but there are some who keep on perceiving only knowledge without moving further in the 12th chapter also bhagwan will say that better than uh, uh, just uh, what you call knowledge is dhyana jnana dhyanam vishishyate better than knowledge is to then further pursue the path of meditation knowledge gives you direction knowledge gives you the qualification but then you have to walk the path further knowledge is like a map is there in your hand better than just walk around without a map than to have a map but after having a map you should walk and reach the goal so better than people who are just acquiring knowledge and not walking this path of meditation yogis are much better who have gained the knowledge and they are pursuing this path so jnani bhyopi matah adhikah yogi yogi is greater yogis are greater than karmi also those who are performing different types of karma kanda different types of action worldly as well as other worldly people are more attached many people are more attached to karma they are workaholics is the modern terminology is used but not only uh, attached to the worldly action but there are some people who are attached to the religious actions also different types of rituals person will keep on doing and they get so much attached to those rituals that uh, the goal is missed why we are doing is not so so many mahatmas they come and then they tell those their followers also ki what are you pursuing all these rituals Hmm? drop all this and seek that ultimate goal so bhagwan is telling here that better than this karma kandis and those who are attached to actions and and simply doing it for gaining some result better than them is a yogi 
सुकर्मीभ्यादिको योगी तस्मादर्फो हे अर्जुन योगी भवा भव यू बिकम अ योगी सी डायरेक्ट सच अ स्वीट भगवान टेल्स अर्जुन ही लुक्ट इन टू इज आईज मे बी एंड ही टोल्ड हिम हे अर्जुन बिकम अ योगी बिकम अ योगी लाइक पेरेंट्स कॉल दे चिल्ड्रन एंड टेल देम यू बिकम अ डॉक्टर यू बिकम अ इंजीनियर यर ग्रेटेस्ट अवर फादर अवर पेरेंट भगवान इज टेलिंग अर्जुन यू बिकम अ योगी ही डजन टेल हिम यू बिकम अ फिल्म स्टार और यू बिकम दिस बिजनेसमैन और यू बिकम अ पॉलिटिशियन ही सेज यू बिकम अ योगी तस्मात योगी भवार्जुन बाकी अदर थिंग्स आर सेकेंडरी यू कैन बी अ इंजीनियर डॉक्टर पॉलिटिशियन दिस दैट एंड ऑल बट मेन योर थिंग इज यू शुड बी अ योगी परस्यू दैट पाथ तस्मात योगी भवार्जुन सो मेडिट बिकम अ मेडिटेटर सी देर आर पीपल हु आर हु नो द स्ट्रेंथ ऑफ एक्शन then there are those who know the strength of their mind those who know the strength of their intellect their wisdom but there is subtler than that is the strength of meditation strength of meditation say a, a meditator can bring about more change in the world than even a wise intelligent person ha huh? meditator without even going out in the world just remaining at one place can lift the the consciousness level of the whole world like a presence of a gautam buddha in the world lifts the level of consciousness in the whole world so tasmat yogi bhavarjuna in the world actually many times people they lack proper attention proper meditation connection with our own self not only individuals but even societies and nations have lost connection touch with their own what we call soul with their own self and therefore there is uh, illogical and irrational so called development we use the word development but it's in all field Huh? what you call um, spoiling the earth and the environment and all in the in the in the name of development creating big cities and big malls and big uh, entertainment and lot of objects and this and that why lot of restlessness is there there is no contact with our own self once that is done then all our whatever work we do in this world whatever interaction we have it will have greater glow and greater beauty so bhagwan says you become a yogi as a yogi you fight this war you become a yogi tasmat yogi bhavarjuna but yogis are also variety of type so bhagwan says not that type of yogi i want you to become the yogi as i have described to you because the word yog and word yogi is very popular so everyone calls themselves yogi ne some people actually long jatas and all this is they are yogis how did you become yogi no i have worked towards making this jata i met one person actually when i had gone to kathmandu i met one this yogi big jatas 
एंड देन ही कॉल्ड मी देन सेट आपके साथ फोटोग्राफ सो आई टूक फोटोग्राफ एंड आफ्टर फोटोग्राफ ही आज फॉर मनी लॉन्ग जटा ही हैड आई वॉज क्वाइट इम्प्रेस बाई जटा सो डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ योगीज आर देयर मेडिटेटर्स सो कॉल्ड मेडिटेटर्स Huh? There are people who meditate on all sorts of things, and nowadays uh, new and new techniques of meditation comes. The more money you give, the more uh, fancy uh, five-star hotel and more uh, what you call soft music and all, and you can sit a special uh, what you call chair and all, and there you can sit and meditate with a bisleri bottle in front. You can just now and then you can take a sip. and then meditate then you eat some nice fancy food organic then again meditate no <laughs> different i am it's nice hmm? different type of meditation meditation actually as i said other than atma there are hundred and i mean thousands of variety of meditation meditation is paying attention so paying attention can be on so many things everyone can develop a new technique everyone can develop a new technique new technique of posture new technique of breathing new technique of concentrating somewhere new imagination new form sound taste touch so many techniques are there of meditation but bhagwan says nay you become a meditator of the self and not the self the self which is not different from me the self in you is the self in me and that's what now finally he tells arjuna you become this type of yogi yogi naam api sarvesham madgate nantaratmana shraddhavan bhajate yo maam समेयुक्तमो मत योगिनामगतेनातरात्मना श्रद्धावान्जते यो मेयुक्तमो मत भगवान से योगिनामेर आर मेनी मेनी डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ योगीज meditators are there hundreds of variety of them but those yogis who are meditating on the self antaratmana madgatena antaratmana one who has entered their own self which is not different from myself one who has one who meditates on the supreme self that pure param atma not on any other things the very center not on some circumference not on some name and form not on some power and position or mantra or tantra and all but one who meditates on the self that pure self which is nameless formless supreme which is not different from the self of ishvara the self of a this meditator and the self of ishvara is same so madgatena antaratmana one who has entered me one who's 
self has become one with me through one who has placed his antakarana, his mind in me. Such a yogi, shraddhavan bhajate yoman with supreme faith who worships me, who worships me, this inner self, the self of all. So having attained and having got established in this self, when he looks at this world, he sees the whole world as his own self and he worships, he loves the whole world as his own self. Shraddhavan bhajate yomam same yukta tamo mataha Such a yogi, I consider him as the best. Yukta tamaha, superlative. He is the best. One who has got established in his own self, that self which is not different from me, Bhagavan says, and one who looks at this whole world as his own self, and he loves and he serves the whole world, such a yogi is the best. See, when we meditate, as I said, when we meditate, we come to know who am I. But when we come to know who am I, we also come to know that I is not confined only in this body, but that I is the self of all beings. Self of all beings is called Ishvara. But when I meditate on myself, I come to know that I myself am that Ishvara. I myself am of the nature, essential nature of Ishvara. For example, again to give example of the ocean and waves, the journey begins with that wave, a nice little wave is there, and suddenly that wave becomes interested in, let us say, spirituality. And the wave wants to know what is my real nature. So wave is told that you follow, pursue the path of karma yoga, then you do some upasana, then you uh, gain knowledge. You understand through that knowledge that you are essentially water. And then you meditate and realize that you are water. So wave pursues this path very sincerely before it falls down. As it is rising, it is perceiving. Huh? So it uh, meditates and comes to know that I am water. The very moment it comes to know that I am water, it also comes to know that the same water is there in all the waves. It begins with I as an individual, but it comes to know that I am not uh, only confined to this body, but I am the very essence of all the waves. When we talk about all the waves, we talk about it as ocean. When we talk about one wave, we talk about it as one wave. Similarly, when we talk from the standpoint of totality, we talk about that reality as Ishvara or as Brahma. When we talk from the standpoint of an individual, we talk about it as Jiva or Atma. So through meditation we come to know that I am that pure Atma, but also I come to know that I am the self of all the beings. I come to know the comprehensive, I get a comprehensive understanding of my own self. So from this first chapter to sixth chapter, the whole um, uh, way of expressing this, uh, giving this knowledge was from that individual standpoint. But now 
Bhagwan has given this hint here and he will start a new topic from the seventh chapter onwards, revealing that reality from the totality standpoint. He will he will reveal what is the nature of that Ishvara and how the nature of Ishvara and how the nature of this Jiva is one and the same. So through these six chapters following the path, we come to know who am I. But when we study this 7, 8, 9, 10 till 12 chapter, we will know who is Ishvara and we will know that the self in me and the self in Ishvara is one. So the whole structure, the whole way it is expressed from the next chapter onwards is totally a different way. A different, uh, you will get a different feel. feel. In those chapters, Bhagwan will explain the concept of this world and how it is, it is appearing. He will also explain how he himself is there as the self of all the beings. Hmm. So, uh, that is most important. So, the bij, the seed for the, uh, for the following six chapters, he lays here in this 47th verse by saying that among all the yogis, the yogi who has become one with myself, who worships me, seeing me in all these beings, such a yogi is the great. Yukta tamo mataha. Yo maam bhajate shraddhavan same yukta tamo mataha. See this whole Bhagavad Gita is a beautiful text which Bhagavan reveals the entire thing very beautifully. So it not only that each chapter we have to understand and appreciate and each verse, but we should also have the the total picture. It gives it then it is more 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 fun. It's like a flower and it's not only to look at one petal but you should be able to look at the whole flower. You should be able to appreciate the entire flower. Not only flower which is plucked, but flower which is there on the plant. Flower which is plucked is not complete. It has been plucked. Similarly, some people pluck some flower from Bhagavad Gita and try to understand. It is good. It is flower from Bhagavad Gita, but it is plucked. You have to keep it on that plant only and understand. And that plant is complete, not uh, only because of that plant, but because of the surrounding other plant and the air and the breeze and everything makes that plant complete. You can understand that plant completely when you also understand the distant star and everything into it. So this Bhagavad Gita is like a beautiful flower which we... Uh, the tree of, uh, what you call the plant or tree of knowledge which has to be understood in its totality. So we have uh, understood and studied one-sixth, one-sixth nahi, kitna ho gaya, one-third, sorry, one-third of Bhagavad Gita. So two-thirds are remaining that we will study from our next yadnya. Now we'll conclude the concluding Sankalpa Vakya is there that we will read. Om Tatsada Iti Srimad Bhagavad Gita Su Upanishad Su 
ब्रह्मविद्यायाशास्त्रे श्रीकृष्णाजुन संवाद ध्यान योगो नाम ष्टोध्याय सो दस कंक्लूड्स दिस भगवदगीता चैप्टर सिक्स कॉल्ड ध्यान योग इट्स अ डायलॉग बिटवीन कृष्ण एंड अर्जुना एंड इट इज ऑल्सो एन उपनिषद विच रिवील्स द नॉलेज ऑफ ब्रह्म एंड ऑल्सो गिव्स द साइंस ऑफ योग सो ब्रह्म विद्या एंड योग शास्त्रे श्री कृष्णार्जुन संवाद ध्यान योगो नाम षष्टोध्याय सो दस कंक्लूड्स दिस ब्यूटिफुल चैप्टर ओम तत्सत हो हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो